Hello, everyone, and welcome to another, um, I assume, review discussion. I don't know what we're calling it still because I haven't done a lot of these. Um, these. I think these... we're just gonna we're just gonna call it the review discussion. Let's call yeah. At this point, yeah. a review. That's what, that's what we're, we're talking about. Games. Um, I'm CJ. I'm joined by someone I, I treasure a lot, John. <laughs> CJ, would you say that the real treasure at the end of the Dragon Quest was our was the was the, was the friendship and the the friendship and the relationship that we built along the way? That's that's like, that's, that's what it is. No spoilers. Don't don't spoil uh, <laughs> the, the the game. Spoiler alert: the real treasure yeah. was our friendship. Yeah, that's that's how it ends. It just tells you that. Um, yeah. So today. <laughs> Uh, John and I are going to talk about um, a game I've been playing for the last like week and a half obsessively, like literally like five minutes before we got on. I, I I'm still chipping away at it. That is of course Dragon Quest Treasures. Uh, shout out to Square, you know, giving us the uh, the code, and I was able to check it out. Um, I guess the the first thing I, I kind of want to mention though is is our, our our like a really quick truncated our history of Dragon Quest. So someone like me, as you all know, I'm not the uh, the biggest JRPG expert of the. Uh, the what? No, and I no. refuse to believe that. <laughs> but I've always had like a um, a soft spot for Dragon Quest only on like a, a visual level because I love Akira Toriyama's art style. Hence why like something like Chrono Trigger is always called out to me. Hence why I I literally bought like a five dollar used copy of Blue Dragon at Goodwill. For 360, um, just because I love Toriyama's art style. I mean, I have a bunch of Dragon Ball shit in my in my room. I I I I'm in love with that style. So Dragon Quest and another thing, it's very traditional, right? Whereas Final Fantasy has gone in like some weird directions with its combat. You know that like they've had you know traditional turn based. They've had the ATV stuff. They've had some weird MMO stuff with um with the actual MMOs in 12. They've had the the real time stuff with fifteen, and then like a mix of the ATB and real time stuff with seven. Um, Dragon Quest has always kept the traditional in its mainline games. It's always been like a straightforward turn based game, literally like ripped straight out of like the NES. Um, and I've always respected games that like keep it old school, but kind of update a lot of their visual aspects. Um, so that's sort of my history. I played a bit of eleven. I just never got really far into it. I've played a bit of Builders too, and never got really far into it. Treasures is a, is my first official deep dive into the series and we'll we'll talk more about like what i think of it how about you john like your your sort of like history with the uh with dragon quest well i mean you know me i don't play a lot of jrpgs <laughs> yeah, you um, only play uh, so multiplayer shooters i only play uh, multiplayer shooters and uh and nfl and uh you know like madden madden you know, and like fifa that's, that's all i play man <laughs> no no i um yeah so anybody who knows even a little bit about me uh knows that um it's a toss up between me and Finn for the resident JRPG guy on, uh, on SDGC. Um, I've played every single dragon quest game, mm-hmm. uh, from dragon quest, uh, one all the way through the most recent entry 11. I've played tons of the spinoffs like, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, you know, monsters and, um, you know, dragon quest heroes, um, you know, and, um, yeah. So I, I loved, I love dragon quest. Um, mm-hmm. Although I take that back, I haven't played Dragon Quest Ten because it has not been localized. Yeah, exactly, yet. it's the only which um, is weird. That's a mainline game. That's like Final Fantasy not dropping like a numbered like, series, like a numbered title here in the U.S. Like, come now. on, man! Yeah, it's like, wild. It's, it's wild. way past time. <laughs> but um, so and I have not had the opportunity to dive into Dragon Quest yet quite as deeply as I would have liked. Simply because CJ, as you know, review season for us has been ridiculous. Oh, I know. It's like the, um, you the know, second game I've been reviewed, like the like third or fourth yeah. game I reviewed like this month. And I, I like well, and, and, 
and I just I finished Crisis Core, and so I finally today I was able to to start diving into Dragon Quest Treasures. Um, and I gotta say, like right off the bat, CJ, and and again, like like you are so much farther than I am. I'm like a couple I, hours in. Like so, full disclosure, and I captured some footage. I captured footage um, that I'll probably be playing on YouTube. It's the like I captured footage like the 15 hour, 14 hour mark. I'm at the 20 hour mark now. I'm still not done. I think I'm like a little over halfway done with the entire thing but just because there's it's it's a lot bigger than i expected i expected something a lot more a lot smaller a lot more streamlined but man even the, the fact that this, this is a spin-off of like a big jrpg series is like packed with so much that again i'm still chipping away it might be my most played like it's like think about it, like a dragon quest game is gonna be tied with like a call of duty game is like my most played game of 2022 which is yeah. ridiculous um so it, it, for those who don't know, Treasures is is an action RPG focused on it's like a, focused on a large open ended areas where you play as these two siblings, me and Eric. Eric being one of the one of the party members from Dragon Quest Eleven, so it's a prequel to that. They're both young children, and they want to be these great um, treasure hunters, these great explorers. They they escape like this, like I think it's it's like a Viking ship, and they want to go out on this adventure. They and it, and it just kind of like starts there. They start going around different lands you build up an island you collect a bunch of different treasures and you have them like appraised um in different rarity sets it, it, it's it's basically that that's the main gameplay loop you're going you're fighting like the classic dragon quest monsters you're recruiting dragon quest monsters also who are like operating your party and they kind of fight in their own sort of on their own accord they fight on their own on their own you don't have to control them it's not turn-based it's purely action um based and I think that's that, that like the main point there is like that loop is is the most addicting thing I've played in any game all year. It's the actual loop of just kind of running around, collecting treasure, fighting monsters, going back to your home base and getting it all appraised. It's just like holy crap! Like I I wasn't expecting it to be. It's not that deep, but I wasn't expecting it to kind of get have its hooks in me. Um, go ahead, John. What are you saying? Well, no, I was actually going to say, like, like for one, I, w- I just want to point out, I am so, I, I am so thrilled that you're enjoying this as much as you are, because, because you know, I've been, I've been trying to push JRPGs on you <laughs> for, you know, since the, since the, since the time you and I became pals. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what I've noticed, CJ, in my, in the first few hours, is that this has a lot of DNA from Dragon Quest Monsters. Um, that's okay so every youtube comment of every trailer and preview that was the initial thing because monsters like monsters is another spinoff that's sort of what their version of pokemon right where it's you're, yeah. you're kind of like you're hunt, you're recruiting monsters and that's how you sort of battle and things like that a lot of that is is this or and i guess to a point of my comparison just to something i'm familiar with you know kind of like persona 2 where you kind of recruit the uh the personas in your party right like it's sort of that because every monster every new monster you defeat they're taken back to your base and then you you, ha- you can hire them for a fee and then yep. they'll join your party or they you can send them out to d- do dispatch missions in the background. Um, so yeah, it does share a lot with like, Mon- I guess this is sort of their reboot of monsters. <clears throat> so like uh, I've, I've actually got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Given that you're, you know, 20 hours in and I'm like, maybe like two, excuse me. How big, how big and open do you find the game world? This oh, is something I've been, I've been wanting to know. So, there are it's the same game world over time there are other there are some variations but you get this these big like um islands that you explore 
and every island is fairly massive because there's loot everywhere that you have to kind of comb through, and it's usually different and randomized. There's a bunch of monsters. It's not open world, but it's more like open, like hubs or open levels. Every level has a set of side quests you can do because you talk to other like treasure hunting parties. There's a bunch of enemies you can fight that are different levels. I don't think the game scales difficulty. I think it's like they're all pretty consistent. So if you go to an area, there's like some like level 30 something monsters. If you're level two, you're going to get like washed immediately. Um, so it's fairly big. That's what I wasn't. Again, I was expecting a, a normal dungeon crawler kind of thing. And that's it. I wasn't expecting a fully like, no, you have to navigate and find stuff. Um, yeah. I, um, remind me. So two hours in you, you, you've unlocked the ability to like to use a compass, right? Like to track down. A... Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. So me or Eric, you can, you can just play as either one. You choose which one you want to play as. And they have this ability to, um, basically with the, with the, with the press of the bumper and the B button on the switch, you, have like a compass that points you in the yes, direction to, of, points to the direction of the treasure of treasure well it gives um, you like a little clue right like it yeah, gives you a little getting, well, yeah it, it, as you get closer um it gives you clues where that those clues are the ones set up by your, your party so they're going to tell you more or less where it is but the picture is usually always obscured because their vision is usually kind of messed up you know if you're with the king slime in your party the crown covers half his eyes so you can't really see where it's at or if you have i'm trying to remember the dragon name their vision's like a kaleidoscope, so you, again, you can't see it. Or the muddied hand, it's all full of mud on the screen. So you kind of have to comb through, and then the ground will start glowing when you get closer. The Your party members always tell you, hey, there's treasure around here, but they won't tell you exactly where until you, like, land on it directly. Right. And, I again, it's that sort of, like, this is, like, the first game I played this year that felt feels like an actual adventure because you really have to piece together stuff. The map is all fogged out. Like, the actual mini-map is fogged out, so you have to, like, wander around before you start opening up areas, and you have to, like, get really used to, what is it, certain monsters have certain treasure you know, proficiency, so they'll, uh, certain monsters will have, like, a, an affinity for statues that you, the statues, others will have affinities for, like, gear, like, armor and stuff, or trading cards, it's like, and the, the, the treasure stuff is all, like, out of, uh, um, all over left field, but it's really interesting that, like, the stuff you dig up, you'll find figurines of characters from Dragon Quest Five. That was yeah, like one of the first. Yeah, like, that, that is well, so cool. Yeah, 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 that's what I love again because you get these little detailed models of like, and again, I love Toriyama's art. I just love the way these characters look. Or you get like these weird rat-looking things. Um, yeah. you get trading cards, like rendered trading cards. I, I'm, I'm always wondering like, what other wild thing am I going to find? Um, it's I can't believe I can't believe they threw NFTs in there, man. <laughs> yeah, they threw like, yes. Un- yeah. that's a joke there's no nft i was gonna say i was gonna say if your switch is in sleep mode it's it's mining for (laughs) it's mining mining for for crypto (laughs) it's mining for crypto i like that that loop itself is is very interesting and like and like going back to your point yeah the world is a lot bigger especially for a switch game it's 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 pretty big again for a switch spinoff of a much bigger series Right, like then, yeah, Dragon Quest has never been yeah. open world, right? Like it's always been a little bit more linear. Well, uh, I mean, you know, like I mean, that's you know, like in, no, I don't. There's never actually been an open world Dragon Quest, as, apart from, I guess, ten since it's an MMO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but worse, ten. Uh, but you know, yeah, I um, yeah, I mean, the structure of 
most Dragon Quest games, there's it's basically like the structure of any traditional JRPG, right? Like you've got this big map, but you you slowly expand your horizons out to the outer reaches of the map. Right? And you're like usually you following just... like the, the critical path of like right. you know, from town to town. Like the town is usually your 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 next like um checkpoint and then you kind of wander Correct. off from there. This one doesn't have a structure per se. It's more like here's a big open ended area. Find either find treasure to build up your your reputation or love or grind for XP or talk to other NPCs to get side quests, which are usually just fetch quests. You know, there are they're usually like or like, for example, like one of the main like treasure hunting camp uh, captains will have you like practicing skills you've used, like uh, like calling your party or using the catapult which is a slingshot full of little pellets that you you can fire at enemies so um a, a point of I, I guess if you're looking for something with more structure you're not really going to find it because the game really does just tell you you got to like kind of like level up before you can come back and then a ne the next bit of story will unlock and things like that so like i haven't seen much story in this game in 20 hours it's usually little cutscenes that'll break up some parts right and well and, and i i I kind of get the sense that, like, you know, the, the story kind of takes a, like, you know, like, look, like, Mia and uh, Mia and Eric have been thrown into another dimension, and they're looking for treasure. Like, that's... Yeah. Yeah, the characters you know, you're, you're introduced to, they have their own agenda, and they're like, they're like, oh, look, we'll help you look for treasure, but we gotta, like, do this thing if you, you know, right. we'll help you, if you can help us with this. Um, It's not the deepest thing, but it's, like, it's it, it's good, mo it's a good way to, like, kind of, like, set the mood and, like, set the, the tone of, like, everything. Right. Again, it's, like, this really over-the-top, like, thing. A lot of the characters are, like, these weirdos, but I, I love them. Um, I'm trying to think what they, the combat itself isn't very deep. It's simple. I mean, it's, it's super simple. I'm kind of, that's, like, my, one of my main issues with that. Because you do a lot of fighting, you do a yeah. lot of fighting in the game, so it's really just tapping the the attack button over and over again. And I it's, it's like, also not su it's also not super challenging. Like, no, not at all. Which I kind of that's and I think that's like the no, the I think that's proper. Yeah, I'm not exactly, complaining about that. Exactly. Where it's just like, um, it's not it, it's not super deep, but it's not challenging either. So you're you're not feeling like you're slogging through. You're just kind of like, I never ever walk past an enemy thinking, Oh shit, I got to fight. I'm more right. like, okay, here's an easy opportunity for me to grind. Let me just get, well, and, and that's the thing is like, I didn't like, I didn't go into this wanting a dark souls experience or like an Elden <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ring experience, you know, like I want to look for treasure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think that's the great part. It's very like, it, it, it's, it's tone is so much lighter. Again, it's just all about this like big epic, like adventure, but it's more intimate. It's, it's, it's a lot smaller scale. Cause again, it's just about these two kids. who want to find treasure um i love the format of it again and maybe it's just my bias because i just bought an oled switch and i've been like obsessed with it. it's the only console i've been using oh lately. I, dude it the so it's a very colorful game it is and it's and cell shaded it pops, like like, yeah. like eight. Oh, that's the thing it reminded me a lot of the uh, dragon quest 8 like the way it looked because it's cell shaded um i know 11 sort of had it with the switch port but it, it this looks they, they, you could tell like oh this is like them going all in on right style. well and also dude like like so that's another thing cj is that one i when this was announced i was afraid i was like this looks like a lot of fun but it's not going to run well it runs great it, it runs pretty solid it runs I, it I've, runs perfectly fine on handheld it runs way better than it does dock. Dock, it does I've, yep i've noticed some stutters like when you turn it's like the pokemon thing i guess now pokemon yeah. kind of ruined my brain where if you turn the camera ever so slightly there's like a jitter it makes but, you hyper, like hyper fixated. You're like, oh, like that. But on on the on handheld, excellent, which is where I've mostly been playing it. But I love the structure of it because it's very much like at, during my lunch breaks, I have an hour lunch and I'm like, all right, let's play treasures. Let's just see what I can do. Let's just see if I can do something. It has that very Breath of the Wild thing where 
oh let yeah. me go let me go do a temple right or 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 like and i'm like and i have like half an hour to kill let me just do that and i like that i like that it's like the perfect fit for a for a handheld um which i guess is why like they picked it for a switch i think they they understood that like this no, is the this perfect is... kind of experience on a handheld system exactly but it's but and it, it and it's funny like i say that it's like the perfect pick up and play for like a few minutes but i've like literally drowned what is like i spent like the last couple nights playing like five hours a night yeah. Like, I mean, which is like wild to me i'm like oh it, it, not of anything i wasn't even trying to rush for the review it's more like oh i just can't stop with this loop of like so did this surprise you cj like were you not expecting to be as hooked like were you not expecting this game to get its 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 hooks into you as strongly well, as it did it, it, it's funny because when we were talking what is it, in the not to get too in, into like inside baseball but we were kind of talking about the slate of square enix stuff right and then i think dragon quest treasure sort of fell on me just because i again it's sort of like the Toriyama stuff, and I like the way it looks and more traditional stuff, but I didn't know it was, and, and the fact that it was more action based as opposed to traditionally based. Right. Um, but I am surprised that, like, I'm all in on, like, like I'm playing it obsessively, like, obsessively. Again, I've talked more about Dragon Quest in the last, like, week and a half than I've, like, ever have in my entire life. Like, I think uh, I've, like, everyone else, I've been trying, like, telling them, oh no, and I fought a Draki, and I fought, and I, I fought a Draki! I, I fought a Draki, man! And I, yeah, and I'm like, oh yeah, I fought a Draki, and I recruited the King Slime to my party. He, he, what, you, you can, you can jump on him to reach higher places. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely surprised. I'm definitely surprised that I, I am, like, not only enjoying this game, but again, that I'm obsessing over it. To the point where we talked about, it, I had planned my Christmas, like, vacation game like oh yeah I'm, you know i'm off a weekend i want to start persona 5 on switch and i'm like i don't think i will be able to just yeah those plans keep... have like kind of fallen by the wayside <sighs> now yeah and there's and well i'm sorry cj i didn't mean to cut no no off. go ahead go what were you gonna say go ahead, you? well i was just gonna say like from everybody else i've talked to there's a that, like this, this game is lots of content too like there's a lot it's to do ridiculously packed again i am um, as i was playing i just discovered like a boss that i don't i think you can just do by accident that's that, cool with the whole with like a cutscene and everything with like an actual cutscene animated and everything and i'm like what the hell there's like different again even the more combat focused stuff if you're not into it there's some surprising things they do with like there's like gauntlets you can go through um without spoiling too much i don't want to spoil like any enemies or like gameplay stuff but man there's so much shit in this game that i'm like i i can't believe like they they managed to surprise me at every turn i think i've seen pretty much every new thing in my 20-ish hours, I don't know, maybe, like, towards the end, they're going to, like, throw some a curveball at me that's just going to make me go, what? Um, but I... Well, let me ask you this, because I've got uh -huh. another question for you. Yeah. Um, does this make you want to... Like, after you're done, after you've had your fill of treasures, does this make you want to go and play Dragon Quest Eleven to see uh, Eric in, like, in a whole new... So... I already I, I, I redownloaded Eleven on my Switch. I have... And Good I also man. bought One, Two, and Three. I, I think I'm all in. I think we talked, look, we talked about look, it last night. Look at you getting into it. Look at you, man. You're, you're like a JRPG wizard all of a sudden. <laughs> so like, my, my plan is to, again, like thanks to treasures, my plan is to um, play through 11, play through the NES ones, go back to 11 in the eight, the, what is it, 16-bit mode. Yes. I hear that's virtually a different game at that point. It, it, it really is. It, it, it absolutely is. Um, And then see, and then I guess at that point, by then either... 12 will come out or the the three remake the the hd2d one which i'm oh, definitely so like, excited about that um and then like what playstation just dropped all like spinoffs on their ps plus line so i'm excited to try out heroes i might rent a copy of like of 
builders to, to go through. Well, and seems- don't, so you need to play builders. Builders is fantastic. And don't forget, mm-hmm. we're, we're probably going to hear more about Dragon Quest Twelve at some point. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm kind of curious. But so to kind of sum up my thoughts on builders, I my favorite style of game has always been, or like the one I sort of champion. I talked about on other podcasts before. I think in my our Biomutant review back like last year, I talked about like my favorite kinds of games are like these sort of budget you know, mid-tier, like, PS2, GameCube-esque stuff, I love right? that stuff, yeah. Yeah, so, like, platformers specifically, especially licensed ones or, you know, brawlers that are, like, kind of, like, janky. Treasures feels like Square had, like, this game that was, like, released around the same time as Crystal Chronicles, but just never got around to, like, localizing it or whatever, right? Yeah. And it comes with all the same issues, like, some weird combat stuff. Um, navigation is really odd. Like, there's no lock-on for fighting enemies. There's I would have no, I would have liked I would have liked a lock on. Yeah, there's no and I talked about it on the stream too. Um, you can't sprint that like you move way too slow, but that's sort of where the monsters come in. They can help you with that. Right. All those issues. But it's that loop is just so addicting that I would have like it's something I would have eaten up if I was younger. Um, and I'm eating it up now. Like it's like exceptional. I'm still like discovering a bunch of new treasures. I'm still like learning about this thing. I, I I'm in love with the style. The music is great. The voice acting is is solid and is solid. You know, whenever yeah. you do hear it, the story is like simple enough where it's just good. It's a good motivation to kind of go yeah. through it. I'm it, it genuinely- just it like 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 it just like the story is there to to just push you along it's you know? the perfect like, game for like the holidays it's like the most coziest yeah. like it's a comfort great food game. cj it's a great game to sit on the couch like under a blanket with a cup of something hot 100 percent. i like, think this is like this this is it. and again like i said uh, on the podcast like i feel so bad for finn if he has to like redesign whatever we're doing for game of the year just because i've had to rearrange <laughs> everything everything for dragon quest treasures like it has become like my one of my biggest surprises if they That's ever do fantastic. drop a, a playstation 5 port with like all the issues i you know they did like the 11s if they ever did it like the inverse for like playstation or xbox i'll jump on that one too That's 100 i think it's uh, yeah so i can't recommend this game enough. uh dragon quest fans or not i think if you're just into action rpgs with like an addictive gameplay loop if you're someone who loves like those mobile games where it's like you you have like your your grind this mm-hmm. is it there's dailies too. I mean, there's there's dailies in a Dragon Quest game. Go, That's go, perfect. go check it out. <laughs> perfect. I love it. I love it. No, I am so thrilled that you that you're enjoying this, and I'm finally getting to to dive in myself. And I'm I'm gonna you know this is gonna be this is this is the game I'm playing now. So I'm excited to talk about it again next week and tell you how my thoughts have evolved. But uh, CJ, dude, great job on the review. Um, you you crushed it, man! Wonderful if job. If you guys are, are interested in the in, in like the early hours of the game, I streamed it uh, last week. It should, the the archive of that should be up on YouTube. Um, uh, go go check it out because I I I go through like the intro, I go yep. through the early mechanics and things like that. I'm I discover sort of like every major thing without going too deep into it. So I I urge you guys to go check that out. Absolutely, and of course, thank you once again to Square Enix for the code and the chance to review this. We deeply appreciate it. And as always, you can catch us live every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash official SEGC. And all of our podcasts go up on uh, SoundCloud and Spotify. And all of our reviews are now up on YouTube as well as podcast services. So thanks again, everyone, for tuning in. Thanks again, CJ, for your awesome work. Thanks again to Square Enix. And until next time, remember the kindness costs nothing. We will see you later.